You're listening to Trinity Fremont's Sermon Podcast, where you can hear God's Word preached each and every week. Our purpose at Trinity is to raise up Christ's followers in our families and in our communities. We pray that as you listen to this week's sermon, you'll be encouraged and equipped to live out your faith in all that you do. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, Thanksgiving is, uh, you know, if you take out, and you shouldn't take these out, but if you take out Christmas and Easter, Thanksgiving is by far my favorite day of the year. But yeah, please don't take out Christmas and Easter. Those are important. Uh, But I absolutely love Thanksgiving, and I love everything around it, except for the parade. I could do without that, but that's that's a different discussion. Uh, But my favorite, I've got two favorite things. Thanksgiving. Food and people, right? I love to eat, especially at Thanksgiving. And so what's been fun is uh, at, my, at my physical therapy office, uh, every day these last two weeks, they've had a bracket for the best Thanksgiving sides. And every day I'd go in and vote, uh, or every day that I was in there, I would vote on which, of my, which side was my favorite. Uh, of, of the pairings, and it was really, really sad when I had to say goodbye to pecan pie, because pecan, and they're like, well, that's a dessert. I said, I don't care. It's good. Uh, I love pecan pie. Uh, today was the final day of voting, and cheesy potatoes, of all things, won the bracket. Um, I, I was like, I love cheesy potatoes, but I didn't think of that as a Thanksgiving side. Uh, it beat out stuffing today. At least I think. It, I don't know. It, when I went, it was in a big league. Uh, but what's your favorite Thanksgiving side? Right? Because what I saw as I went in the, those few days while this bracket was going, I saw how passionate people were about their sides. You know, uh, and, and when uh, the, the strawberry pretzel jello salad thing lost in the first round, there were some heartbroken people there. Specifically my trainer who made sure that that got up there. But what is your favorite Thanksgiving side? I know you all love it when I do this. Take a, just a minute or so and like talk to people, and not even just the people that is in your family, but talk to people around you and, and, and talk about what is your favorite Thanksgiving side. Take a minute. All right, so on the count of three, I want you all to just yell out what, because I know you're passionate about it, because I heard the passion. On the count of three, I want you to tell me your favorite side. One, two, three. Basically, all of it mixed together is what I heard, right? As my grandpa Earl would say, it's all going to the same place anyway. Pile it on, right? Uh, For me, I, you know, it's this, like, um, basically sweet potato casserole. Um, I need that, and then I need like mashed potatoes, corn, and turkey all mixed together uh, with a little bit, I'm not a big gravy guy, but that needs just a little bit of gravy on top, right? But I absolutely love the food at Thanksgiving. And so when I, you know, when we go someplace for Thanksgiving, and this year we're going to Stacy's family's house, uh, we'll spend the night there, so this doesn't quite work. Uh, but like, if we're going someplace just for lunch, 
um, when I get there, I want to eat. Like, I'm smelling the turkey, I'm smelling the mashed potatoes. When I get there, I'm hungry, and I am ready to eat. And so tomorrow's going to be torture because I'm going to wake up at 7 and be ready to eat, and it's not going to be till like 1 o'clock until we eat, and so it's going to be a long, long morning. But did you notice something different about today in worship? We came in and we ate first. Right? We came in and we ate first. How many of you were craving the food that you were served earlier tonight? I was craving it. I, I love when we get to come into worship and to receive the body and blood of Jesus. Right? I, I, I could look forward to that. I, I crave that. And then, so yes, I, I love food and I love people at Thanksgiving. And so, so we get, I love to eat and then I just love to sit and be with people. Sometimes it's while doing the dishes. Sometimes it's while watching football. Sometimes it's while doing both because the TV is perfectly positioned for that. Uh, but so we ate, and now we get to be with people, right? We get to be encouraged by one another. And as we, as we think about that, the text that's gonna, that we're going to focus on today is from 1 Thessalonians 5 that says, Rejoice always. Uh, pray continually, or pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. And last night I spent some time at the 505 Brewery with, uh, with a number of, of individuals as we looked at that text, and we talked about how is it possible to rejoice always? How is it possible to pray uh, without ceasing? How is it possible to be thankful in all circumstances? Because there's a lot of hurt in our lives. You know, it's, it, it's really easy when Paul says rejoice always. It's great. When you're having a great day, you're like, yep, I'll, I'll do it. I'll rejoice right now. When things are going really well, it's really easy to be thankful in all circumstances because you're thankful in the good circumstances. What does it look like when it's hard? What does it look like when you're surrounded by hurt? What does it look like when you come to Thanksgiving and this year, and maybe it's this year for the first time, or maybe it's been this way for a number of years, but there's an empty seat at the table? And you think, rejoice? Give thanks? Paul must not have meant in all circumstances. Paul must have meant not meant at all times. But what I love about Paul is a lot of times as he's writing these letters to different churches, he's doing it while he's in jail. And he's singing praises in the middle of the night while he's in jail. Right? And, and uh, Philippians 4.13 is a, is a verse that a number of people have as their confirmation verse. It's a verse that a number of people have memorized, and it's, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Right? And, and a lot of times we'll even see that on the back of, like, Christian jerseys or athletic wear, uh, and, and some way we think that, like, if I just am a Christian, I can dunk a basketball, or I can jump really high, or I can, I can fly. 
right? But that's, that's not what it's talking about. Before, earlier in that text, Paul is saying, I've known plenty. I've known having everything that I want. And I've also been in jail without food or water or even clothing. I know what it's like to be in plenty or in need. But in all things, in all circumstances, I, I can do all things. I can rejoice always. I can pray without ceasing. I can give thanks in all circumstances because of Jesus and only Jesus. And I felt that a little bit, I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about this or not today, but whatever, I'm going to. I felt that a little bit more today. Um, because today I got to have this meal at about around noon uh, with a good friend. Uh, some of you know this. Others of you might not know this. Uh, but Pastor Dan went on hospice yesterday. Um, and I got to have the hardest, most wonderful meal of my life with him and with Deb and with John, uh, one of their sons, which, by the way, as I was talking about 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, they're like, oh, that's John's confirmation verse. I'm like, oh. And even in that moment, there's Pastor Dan, filled with joy and sadness, but giving thanks in all circumstances. And I got to say, hey, you know, Dan, what's, what do you want to make sure people know? The first thing out of his words were, only Jesus. Right? Dan, how can, you, <laughs> how can you rejoice in all circumstances? Only Jesus. Right? It's not just about putting a fake smile on our face and pretending like everything's okay. But it's about looking ahead to that last day when Jesus will return and raise up all of those who have faith in him to new life. Where Jesus will wrap all of us in his arms and smile as he sees each and every one of our faces That's the joy. It's not always being happy. It's not always that life is perfect, but it's knowing that Jesus is holding you in his hands. Jesus is wrapping you in his arms. And Jesus says, I got gotcha. you. And as, as I got to have that conversation earlier today, I was filled with joy. Because I know that Jesus has Dan in his arms. And he has each and every one of you in his arms. Because he loves you. Right? And so, what we know about Jesus is that when we, Jesus also doesn't want to just, it's not a say, do what I say. I know Paul said it, but it's not a do what I say and not what I do. Jesus had joy in the darkest, hardest moments of his life. Right? Hebrews 12 says, Come, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. 
right? As Jesus hung on the cross, as Jesus was beaten and flogged, and as he was ridiculed, he was filled with joy because he saw your face. As he hung on the cross, he was seeing your face and my face and Dan's face and Deb's face. And he said, this fills me with joy that because I'm doing this for you, I get to spend eternity with you. So how do you rejoice always? How do you pray without ceasing? How do you give thanks in all circumstances? It's not because everything's going to be perfect all the time. But it's because you have a God who loves you so much. He sent his son to die for you. And when his son was dying for you, when Jesus was dying for you, he was picturing you. And he was filled with joy. Because he knew what that meant for you and for me. And for each and every one of us. So this tomorrow as you gather around the table, as you get prepared to to be filled with food and people, maybe tomorrow's harder than normal for whatever reason. Or maybe tomorrow, maybe you were having a great time and you're like, well, thanks for being a bummer, Pastor. Sorry. Uh, But tomorrow, as you gather around the table, be thankful for the stuff Be thankful for family and friends and food. But remember Jesus and the joy that he has when he thinks of you and when he looks at your face. The end of the service is the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord, what? Make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor, right? Twice the Lord's face is looking at you shining and and turning towards you because he loves you today and he loves you for all eternity. So you can be joyful always. You can pray without ceasing and you can give thanks in all circumstances because Jesus loves you. Amen?